0: Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life his way. Come on, y'all. If he thinks we're worth that, he's definitely worth Somebody just say hallelujah. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. 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 I hear y'all, man. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I feel safest surrounded by praisers. I feel safest. We've been talking <laughs> uh, all, 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 for a couple of months now around the theme of Ghostbusters and meaning The reason why we say Ghostbusters is because the Bible differentiates God's ghost by saying this is the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. That implies there are other ghosts and other spirits. Just calling himself the Holy Ghost is exposing that there are other ghosts. So the Holy Spirit comes to lead and guide us into all truth. He's a teacher. He's a helper. He's a comforter, you know what I mean? We're gonna talk about that a little bit more. He's a comforter, the Holy Spirit is a comforter. So if the Holy Ghost does that, other ghosts attempt to lead us, guide us, and comfort us in unrighteousness, to make us feel comfortable out of his will, to give you content and intel that'll make you satisfied being outside of his way. And we don't want these other ghosts (laughs) to have preeminence over the true power who is the Holy Ghost. So we've been trying to say... The reason why we were talking about Ghostbusters, (laughs) y'all, is because we were entering into a season of prayer and praise, asking the Lord for freedom and access. Like Paul and Silas, when they prayed and sang praises in a a, a jail, the doors were open, they had access, and their bonds, their chains were loose. It broke off of them. They were free. They were free. We were asking God for access. I was specifically asking for access to the keys to this building, but that was my hopes. He never told me, Ty, this is your building, (laughs) or this is where I live. He never said that, and I tried to be very transparent with y'all about that as well, but I wanted that access. You know what I'm saying? But before we even talked about access, we started talking about freedom. what chains are binding us so not just our behaviors but I started exposing these ghosts that binds us to certain mindsets and if your mind is bound your life is low when your mind is bound your life is at a halt and arrested so the attempt was to free you by exposing these spirits and exposing how they get access how do they get in? How do they get in? What are the doorways? We, we found out that unforgiveness is a major doorway for enemies to torment and play in your mind. Now, this whole access thing, period, is a mystery. We don't know how, it. Ha- we, don't, we, we, don't, we don't literally know, otherwise we will always shut the door to the enemy. I mean, who wanna let the devil in your mind? If we knew literally how it happened, you know what I'm saying? We would, we would cut it. You know, some people don't even play with Halloween. We don't play with Halloween. <laughs> we're just as ratchet as anybody else, but we just don't play with Halloween. Because that's one of the ways the devil get in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My point is, if we were aware of how the enemy gets in, we would block it. But we're not always aware. We're deceived. We're tricked. We're hoodwinked. He lures us in with what we like and what we want once we're in in this web of deceit, we just live bound. Once you believe that substances are the source of peace, you'll never embrace the prince of peace. You, You understand what I'm saying? So I'm trying to get you locked into a lifestyle outside of him. So drugs is some people's vice for peace. And I'm not judging anybody, but if that's your go-to and not Christ, that's a lower-level living that he never intended for you to have on the earth. So sometime, somehow we buy into the lie. We buy into the lie of the enemy. So the, God wants to free us from the deception of the enemy. So it says, be not deceived. How can you be not deceived? If you deceive, you deceive. If I'm tricked, I'm tricked. What do you mean? Be not deceived. How could you say, don't be deceived? Who wants to be deceived? Raise your hand. Let me see you right now. Who wants to be tricked? Come on. Let me see you. Come on. Right? Don't nobody want to be deceived? But it happens every day. He tricks us into believing that any lifestyle outside of his way is cool. So we have much content to support any of our thoughts, social media, the world, I don't even know. There's so much content to support those thoughts outside of him that we will be comforted outside of God. Never again will we be deceived. I declare our eyes are open in Jesus' name. I declare every eye, every spiritual eye, open! Ephatha, be open. Be open. Ephatha, be open. Ephatha. Be open in the name of Jesus. Every eye is open and clear. You will not be able to be deceived by the enemy another day in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. If I choose something dumb, I'm going to know I'm choosing something dumb. If I choose something foolish, I'm going to know. Ty, you're doing it again. But it's never going to be a deception again because he is the way, the truth. He's the truth. His way is the truth. What he says is the truth. No matter what you feel, no matter the conversation of the person alluring you. What Jesus says is true. And as long as you believe that, you stay in the vein of freedom. Look at your neighbor and say, be free and stay free. Unforgiveness, let me move this quickly. Unforgiveness is a major doorway. The enemy gets access to us. When you don't forgive, you invite uh, evil spirits. It's a door opener for evil spirits. Are you understanding that? It is imperative that you release people. That you just let it go. That you don't harbor offense. That you don't harbor bitterness. It's cool. I could be bitter about a whole lot, even that transpired with the building, but it's like, it's cool, it's cool, I have embraced the scripture, forgive them, for they know not what they do, but there were many times I knew not what I was doing, you can forgive easier when you realize you need to be forgiven too, Now now I'm on your street, But you don't know what they did, but you did stuff. But I didn't do that, but you did something. That just just increases my mercy button. When I think about me, as soon as you want to get somebody, my hand don't even, it don't even clench all the way up. By the time I think about all my stuff, I just just start waving instead of, I just start waving after a while. (laughs) Because that's the truth. Who are you to un- not forgive somebody or to arrest them to what they've done, and if anybody did that with you, you would feel the type of way, but I changed, I stopped, I'm sorry, you would be so, you wouldn't like to be on the other side of unforgiveness, so why put anybody else, there, Forgive it don't mean you hanging out again, I don't want to forget them because they're going to think, no, they ain't. My phone number still changed. you still blocked. You don't have access, but you ain't. Come on, y'all. I'm not holding you hostage in my heart. I want to be free. I want to live freely. I want to be pure. So get somebody on your heart right now just in case you ain't get them in all these weeks. Close your eyes and say, I forgive you. I forgive, I forgive you. Call them by their name if you have to. They ain't got to know it. That's between you and God, I forgive them. I forgive them, I forgive them. I forgive you, I forgive them. When you do that, it closes the door to evil spirits having access. Another way, we talked about uh, uncovered children as well. When you don't cover your kids, They, ages zero to five, we already know. Zero to five, thank you bro. Zero to five, they already are sponges. They taking it all in. Your kids between zero to five can learn Spanish tonight. It'll take you zero to five months, if your name is Ty. If your name is Ty, or Tim, to learn Spanish. Como esta es suelege? All right? Yes, yes. Adios! I said hi! (laughs) Vamanos! I don't know Spanish. I want to learn it. So badly. I will just have Spanish church. You know what I'm saying? Let somebody who really knows it say it. And all the people who know Spanish, are y'all laughing at me. I see y'all. I see y'all. That's cool. That's cool. Y'all can get that. But children are sponges. They're made to catch on quickly. Because you just got here. That God created their minds to be bah, 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 bah. so they don't just pick up godly things. The first things they pick up is evil stuff. They steal, they sneak. The first thing they get is lying, the first thing. They learn the word no before, yes! You pick up bad habits, you mean, and you think it's cute when they acting grown like, ew, look at her face. Three-year-old is irked and people laughing like, I don't want. To. <laughs> they pick up the wrong before they pick up the right. That's why the Bible says, I'll oh, train up a child. Take the time to take the time. To train up the child. That's your responsibility. <laughs> oh, Lord. Let's just say they didn't ask to be here. Let me just say that. <laughs> you feel me? Right. That is your responsibility to cover them and to train them. Now, not be phony or hypocritical, but they shouldn't be exposed to everything. All right, never mind. So, in the name of be quiet, we put them in corners with iPads and devices and just in the name of be quiet, they're in front of their TVs and, and just as long as they're quiet, they're good, they happy, look, they just, but they're open. They're not just quiet. They are open. So now two years later, you don't even know who your kid is. Or where this attitude is coming from, and not just that school. I'm just saying, take the time to cover your kids. I wouldn't argue around my kids. Because it's just, there is a thing called the spirit of confusion. So if all they hear is you arguing, they're open to suggesting, well, maybe they matter, well, maybe they mad. ooh, da- daddy sounded like that, ooh, mommy, they're just open unless you explain, mommy and daddy had to have a little talk, sorry you had to hear that, sometimes, I, unless you explain that, they're open to the explanation of other yes. things. Yeah. I like the patty cake in here, that, I don't want y'all to feel, convict. I don't want you to feel condemned, conviction is good, but not condemned. I wouldn't. I said I wouldn't. The Bible never said don't argue around your kids. But it does say where strife is, there's all evil work. You understand what I'm saying? Where strife is, where you just hear just, just electricity in the, in the home. The kids are subject to it. Just because they're quiet don't mean they're not open. They don't like this one. <laughs> got to cover your kids. You got to cover your kids. We want to have kids and just have our own life, too. No, you have to chill for a minute. Park the car. You're still in the race, but you're in the pit stop for a minute. You got a kid. I'm not going out. I'm not hanging out. I'm not doing everything. I'm gonna FaceTime me. I can't go. I got this child to cover and protect, not just provide for and discipline. So now there's a generation coming up, the Bible says in Habakkuk 2, who knows not the Lord. There's a, now, here's a generation who knows not the Lord. They know Instagram, whatever, TikTok, whatever it is. I'm not condemning anybody. I don't know y'all life. I'm just saying that's not the way to raise kids. There's a difference between raising and growing up. And most kids are just growing up. But don't let your kids just grow up. Raise them. You're not gonna plant. You're not gonna plant a farm and just let it grow. You're gonna tend to it. You're gonna raise the crops. If the crops is worthy of that attention, how much more a child? Man, cover these kids and don't raise them religiously. All these rules and uh-uh. teach them the way of God. Teach them relationship with God. Teach them how to talk to God. Teach them why their imagination is on fleek. They can find God quicker than a 50-year-old person because they're not set in their ways. My daughter used to come to my wife at three years old like, my my head hurt. I'm like, oh, baby. She's like, did you talk to God about it? I'm like, babe, she's three. She's three. Come here, Austin. You're going to say that she talked to God. She was right the whole time. I can hug you, but only God can heal you. Uh Uh-oh. Only God can do it. Why not point them to who they're going to need after you and instead of you anyway? to who you're going to talk to anyway. We don't expose them to God, but we expose them to WAP. We expose them... uh, That was deep. They get exposed to everything else and y'all, woo, because you know what it is. Get them young while their appetite has not yet been established. While they're trying to figure out what they like and don't like. Put in them what they should like. Put in them what they should enjoy. Worship, praise, seeking God. Find real joy in that. Teach them that. Oh, but you can't teach them that if that's not your truth. Got it. So we got to get it together. We gotta get it together. Cause they don't do what they're told. They do what they see. So the responsibility of a child is life changing for you as much as it is for them. That's why God gives us kids, he started out with adults. He created man, he ain't even go through the, I'm good. <laughs> Y'all start with kids, I'm gonna start with grown adults. Adam, what's up bro, you good? Cool, work on the <laughs> he, ain't, he didn't even deal with kids. Cause he called all of us his children. Cause that's what we act like. And he gave us kids so we can see ourselves. Sometimes people don't like their kids because they see see a them that they should have changed. They see a them that I should have checked. They see a them that I should have fixed. Yeah, it's never the best part. It's always the worst part. So we try to beat us out of our kids instead of changing. All right. You can break generational curses by changing. You don't have to beat it out of your kids. Beat it out of you. Oh, my God. This, all right. We just got religion and all these ways and real, And it's like, man, these kids are growing up so dysfunctional and open to so many suggestions of the enemy. And they're having a field day on the minds of our youth. But in the name of Jesus who has all power, I claim the hearts and the minds of this generation and the next and the next. Let their hearts be turned towards you, Father, in the name of Jesus. That even despite what goes on in their home, they will have a heart that follows you. We claim this generation for the kingdom of God. I said we claim this generation for the kingdom of God. 21 and younger, clap your hands and say hallelujah. I hear y'all, 21, if you're 21 or younger, clap your hands and say hallelujah. I hear y'all, I hear y'all, you are strong. That's why the Bible says we call to you, you are strong, you are not weak, you are strong, you are not feeble, you are strong, you are not less important, you are priority. At Live, we love you, youth. At Live, we embrace you. No matter what condition you're in, God fixed us, he can fix you. Keep coming, keep believing, keep serving, keep praising, keep worshiping, and watch as you grow, as you go. God will perfect those things. I love y'all, man. I see y'all every week like, oh, look at these. You can. I take y'all all out somewhere. I love y'all. God loves you. And we got you. So unforgiveness, man, make sure you forgive. Make sure you raise these kids, right? So many other things, y'all. But one I want to talk about today for the next. <laughs> My wife said, just talk, just just talk. Don't even, Don't even say how long. Stress. They were singing it today like they knew what I was gonna talk about, go to the fourth slide. I mean, they kept, kept, kept singing these words. The title slide, it should be the fourth one. They kept singing, don't worry, don't worry. I'm like, are you? Thought I heard somebody in my backyard this morning, for real. God wants to say this today. Worry is the biggest door opener for other suggestions. Worry is us seeking within ourselves for a solution. Worry is when you inwardly deliberate and try to figure it out inwardly within yourself. And in that search, you'll run into other ghosts, other things, other problems, other that's why I say, yo, seek ye first. Yeah. Yeah. Worry is a huge door opener. I got to tell y'all, man, I got to be honest. When I found out this building was sold, this thing hit me like a ton. Now, it's not that I didn't know. They told us months ago. But it was such a long, it was a problem with this. We got a problem. I said, all right, they got a problem, y'all. We can get our foot in there if you get. I kept telling you I've got an aggressive offer on the table. But if we get, I didn't know. They been told us it, it was it was in the works. So I wasn't surprised. But now I'm like, oh Cause how it happened was a little, I was like, oh, so what are we gonna what are we gonna what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do what are what are we gonna do? I gotta preach Sunday, I don't hear People hit me up, they text me, We have church Sunday, we're gonna have to have church. I'm like, ah, ah, ah Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. You are my peace. I trust you. I love you. I'm not worried. I'm good. You take care of me. You... I started going, oh, y'all, I had a revival in my backyard, alone, around that pool. That's my response, and that's our response today. That's our response today. That's our response today. Not just to the building, to whatever's stressing your life out. Somebody shout hallelujah right in the face of it. Not religious with it. Religious with it is praise only. Relationship with it is praise first. So churches, just praise them like that's it. No, praise them first to align your heart, to get your mind clear. To re-center yourself on who your source is and who you are and who you are to Him. And then go to your situation with that wisdom. You can't get wisdom if you're not in His presence. Praise gets you in His presence. His presence gives you wisdom. Enter into His presence with thanksgiving and enter His intimate place with praise. That's how I get close to Him to hear wisdom on my problem. So it ain't old school Baptist church, just praise them. Ain't it? That's not it. Oh, but it's definitely first. Oh, I said it's definitely first. Live, I said it's definitely first. And on this first Sunday, after that announcement, I'm telling y'all what we're going to do all day today. Y'all still not with me. I said, I'm telling y'all what we're going to do all day today. Oh, magnify the, hey, magnify the Lord with me. Let's exalt his name together. When I praise him, that shows him I trust him no, 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 no. So it ain't really about the money, y'all. We can get the money. Thank God for that. They ain't worrying about that. It's about the warfare. Because once you eliminate the warfare and just look at your issue, it's smaller than the warfare makes it. Your real issue is smaller than what your mind has made it. But that's the intent of the enemy, to overwhelm you. So you could just be, the Bible calls it, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo. Uh, the Bible calls it the spirit of heaviness. Well, you can't even be happy at your own birthday party. You can't even be excited about a new day he gave you. You can't even be happy that people are dying left and right, but you're still here. You have no topic. David said, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. I should have joy just because I'm saved, not because I got a new job, not because I'm... I should have joy just because he snatched me out of darkness. Where's your joy at, live. I should have joy because he snatched me out of darkness. You should have joy because you know you're not going to hell. (laughs) Look at your neighbor and say, where's your joy at? Or oh, you need something else to happen besides the cross? Or oh, you need something else to happen besides salvation? You need something else to happen besides deliverance? He's already done enough. Look at your neighbor and say, Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> at the risk. At the risk, at the risk of appearing irresponsible and ignorant. I want to let you know, Liv, I don't know what's next. I want to let you know, I don't know our next move today. But one thing I know is he's worthy of my praise right now. He's worthy. Make some noise like you know you're worthy. Oh. All right, let me get y'all out of here. Well, that's all we doing today. That's all we doing today. That's all we doing today. That's all we're doing today. Where's your joy? Where's your praise? Where's your worship? Where's your adoration? Where's your devotion? Where's your trust? This should be second nature. You can bring down a little bit, Deej. This should be second nature to the believer. It should be praise, praise. Like if somebody, <laughs> if somebody take off running, sometimes I just run behind. I don't mean in praise. I mean you have to. Pray. Oh my! You like what? What? I don't have to know why. <laughs> I just jump in and join you. That's why the Bible says rejoice with them that do rejoice. You don't have to know their story. You don't have to know why they're praising. But if your neighbor is praising God, I dare you to jump in their praise. If your neighbor is clapping, they jump in their clap. If your neighbor's jumping, jump in the jump. Yeah! 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 I feel it today. I'm on one name and say, jump in it. Tell somebody else, jump in it. I'm going to be praising. I dare you to jump in it. Because one shall chase a thousand, but two will put 10,000. I'm praising all day today. In the face of bad news, in the face of unfavorable news, my response is hallelujah. My response is, you've been good. The music. That's my response. That's my response. From losing a building to losing a baby. I had to go deep real quick. Cause it's real life stuff I'm talking about. I'm not just talking about praising for the building. No, you got real stuff going on. This building ain't even real stuff. We can meet anywhere. We can uh, this ain't this ain't real stuff. So we're not about to go hard praising over a building and not over our lives. You feel me? One more time as you take your seat, scream, hallelujah! Okay. So the Bible, the Bible says, watch this watch this, check this out. What's up, D? The Bible says this, watch this. Check this out. I never thought I'd say watch this, but I just did. I just said it. You know what I mean? You feel me? I can't believe I just said that, but I did. Yo, watch this, watch this. What I was supposed to say, yo, peep this, check this out, yo, peep, peep, peep gang. I don't know what to say. Behold. Behold. <laughs> so the Bible says, make a. <laughs> this section right here. It's either a problem or an answer. Let me hear y'all make a joyful noise over here. Y'all better I'm sitting over here next week. <laughs> I'm sitting in every seat before we leave, matter of fact. <laughs> I'll be here, I'll be here. just early Sunday morning, just just early, just early Sunday. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> can we open the doors? Not yet, I'm just still in everybody. Make a joyful noise. <laughs> now that speaks of the secret place. Cause all noise can sound like noise. If I'm scared, ah! If I'm trying to scare you, ah! If I'm mad, ah! If I'm irked, ah! Or if I'm making a joyful noise, ah! It depends on your heart. So when you scream hallelujah, you should scream with intent. (laughs) Y'all. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm saying hallelujah because I believe my praise is a weapon. I'm not trying to get the atmosphere hype. I'm not trying to turn up. But when I open the power of my tongue and give God praise, it's doing something in the atmosphere. Demons are tri- Y'all, can somebody praise them with intent for 10 seconds? Go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 9, 7, something your praise is doing something the enemy hates the atmosphere of praise the enemy hates the atmosphere of worship as you praise him everything not like him gotta 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 go i'm gonna praise god all over this building when you join your faith to another, it increases the impact. When you join your faith to another, not just your praise. You scream and I scream, ah, ah, Don't just join your praise, join your faith. I can't sit up there and scream, but I need somebody up there screaming praises with me. So I need all y'all to be me in your seat real quick. So go ahead and get a couple shades darker. Get a little thinner, and wherever you're in that, just scream, thank you, Jesus! If this is not going to be your response, there's a whole lot you're not going to make it through in life. I'm not saying like me, praise and yelling, I'm not saying all that. But you need to learn to bless the Lord at all times. And His praise continually. Be in mouth. As a believer, when you're faced with trouble or not, you should learn the practice and the habit of just perpetual praise as a reflex. And if you don't believe it, of course it's not going to work for you. But I believe it has worked for me. Now praise, cha- praise and prayer changes things. Praise and prayer changes things. Y'all follow me. I'm going somewhere. I'm going to let y'all go. Have... Praise and prayer changes things. But we miss often the first thing it changes. Us. If you stressed and you praise God, he's not going to run to the thing that's stressing you. He's going to run to your heart like chill. Go to your mind and say, Leave her alone. I'm not playing with y'all today. If you don't receive the first blessing of praise and prayer, don't look for any other. Prayer and praise settles me first. It gets me to the place where whatever happens, I'm content. Man, (laughs) y'all. That's the first blessing of praising and praying to God. Not that He's gonna change things outside of me, but more importantly. I can stay in there fire like the Hebrew boys if he changes me. And the problem has been for us, too many situations have been changed. So many situations have been changed and we have never been. So in every situation, we got problems. And God is like, I'm sick of changing things. If I could change you, things won't bother you, Daniel. In the lions, then Daniel. In the lions, then Daniel. In the lions, then. Don't matter what you're in, matter who's in you. Woo! 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 <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? Yes. You got to get to the point where you live above things. Seek Him first, and things be added. I'm drilling this today. Somebody say hallelujah. So I need to pray and praise God, and that's not just to change things, but first to anchor me. And if my intention in prayer is just the thing, I'm just looking for him to change that. If my intention in praise is just the issue, I'm like, change the issue. And he's hard working on our heart. He going, I mean, he going in trying to change our heart. We like, it's still storming, it's still storming, it's still storming. He like, so what? I'm asleep. I'm sleeping, storms! Why can't you sleep? Why can't you sleep? Why can't you sleep? Why can't you sleep? This is turning into a real question. So many people in here do not rest. You do not sleep. May I submit that there's a trust issue. Trust will get you to ignorantly rest. And I don't mean the derogatory term. I mean the, uh, the literal term. Like, I don't know how he gonna do it. But I know he gonna do it. When I have an issue of trust, I don't rest. When I think I gotta do it, I don't rest. Are you understanding that? When I think it's on me, I don't rest. But you're taking the throne of God, who is the authoritative figure in your life. Let Okay, let me, talk, let me talk about it. So he says it like this. Go to the next scripture. Let me get you all home, or wherever you're going today. Therefore I say unto you, therefore means a continuation. You should read the, 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 the beginning of it so you can see, as Derek Prince said, what it's there for. Okay, so. Therefore I say unto you, Look look how far Jesus goes. Take little thought. Take very minimal thought. What is this? Am I reading something? Oh, Take what? No No thought. Now, I don't want to be careless, but we should be careless. We should have no cares. He said, cast all your cares. Uh Oh, if I cast means to throw right you cast the net you throw all your cares on me get it off of you aggressively life is supposed to be overwhelming for humans you are supposed to need the help of God you are not supposed to be able to handle the cares of life in your own strength intellect brilliance or creativity you are never as amazing as you are it will always be too much for you beautiful It will always be too much for you, big homie. It will always be too much. Life is set up to be too much for humans. Because you are supposed to need God. And everybody that fights that need are living in darkness and confusion. They're trying to make it on their own and they're pushing more aggressively, wearing themselves out. He says, casting all your cares. If I cast all my cares on him... How many does that leave me with? I need to be radical for two seconds. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't care. care. Girl, your house on fire. Look at y'all. Well, I do care. I don't care. (laughs) You lost your job. Y'all ain't saying I don't care to none of this. (laughs) It's radical. I'm not. Anyway. That's what Jesus said. I don't care. He does. In other words, I don't carry the burden. He does. I don't take care of my life. He does. I don't provide for me. He does. An ox knows his master. An ass knows his crib. But the people of God don't know where their help come from. Wake up, live, look to the hills. Never mind. Your help has always come from the Lord. I appreciate the check. I appreciate the cash app, but my help has always. Stay in the grace lane. Stay in the grace lane, like my help comes from the Lord. No, I work for that, I work. Don't get in the work for lane. Cause you can't work for grace. You can't work for the love of God. You can't work for favor. You can't earn none of these things. You can't earn salvation. So get out of the work lane. Stay in the grace lane. Even if I work, he gave me the strength to do it. Even if I work, he gave me the mind to do it. Even if I work, he gave me creativity. and p- It's all him. Look at your neighbor and say, stay in the grace place. It's easier. It's lighter. His yoke is easy. Let me let y'all go. Don't take no thought for your whole life, what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, or what you're going to wear on your body, or what you shall put on. Life is more than food and drink, and it's more, your body is more than clothes. Take no thought for your life. So we see here that worry is not in the heart, it's in the mind. The heart is where you believe. Uh, Confess with your mouth, believe. So, your heart is where you've already made a decision. Your mind is where you deliberate. So, worry is the deliberation room in your mind. You have to say, Mind, hey, come here, come here, come here. We already know how this is going to work. You got to tell your mind, and we know that all things. Work together. Bring your, bring your mind in. Align your mind with what you believe and leave it there. Don't let your mind take you on trips and journey. We believe this. <laughs> the word comforts, man. I reckon that the sufferings of this time. See, not, so even if I'm suffering, I'm almost done, y'all. Even if I'm suffering, the word comforts, right? I re- reckon that the sufferings of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory. Woo, glory is coming after suffering. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. So he didn't change my suffering, but he comforted me with his word. Because I believe the word, I'm still suffering, but I'm all good in it. Because I know what's coming do you know what's live? do you know what's coming next? I know you may be suffering right now, you may be confused right now, but do you believe what's happening next? If you believe that greater is next, that better is next, that higher is next, that more is next, you could praise them before it happens. <laughs> you, they praising them back there. Go ahead, praise them. Now, sufferings, sufferings is, uh, uh, sufferings mean, like the sufferings of this present time. Suffering means allowances. Like what's allowed. Like when the kids was running to Jesus. Oh, that's Jesus, Jesus. Get out of here, little kids. Stop. Go ahead. Teach, Jesus. I'm sorry. Teach. He says, suffer, little children. Forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of heaven. In other words, allow them access to me. I'll never understand why God suffers things to be so. I'll never understand all the things God suffers or allows to be in our lives. I never understand why He allows certain things to happen. Because that causes uh, affliction, right? So allowance and sufferings means affliction as well. Affliction means to battle in your mind. Affliction is not just sickness or disease. It means a suffering of the soul. It means tormenting of the mind. So many are the afflictions of the righteous. If I'm trying to live right, you're going to have many battles. If you're trying to live wrong, you're not going to have that many fights. If you're trying to do the right thing, so it's not many of y'all. I'm trying to see who I'm talking to. I ain't saying you're perfect. I'm saying you're trying. Where you at? Where the truck? I'm reaching for... I'm pressing towards, and where are my pressers at? I'm pressing toward the mark. I ain't there yet. I got a long way to go, but I've come a long way too. Can anybody celebrate the fact that I've come a long way? I got a ways to go, but I've come a long way too. So many are the afflictions, the mental anguish of those who are trying to do right. You got to know that. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. It's going to come to you, try to confuse you, try to torment you, but the Lord delivers them. Out of them. (laughs) Anything that confuses you, when you turn to him, he frees you. Anything that stresses you out, when you turn to him, he delivers you. Aren't you glad you got a a God that's able to do that? All right, let me get you all out of here. I'll keep saying that. So Jesus comes into the city. Here's another one. Somebody say, "Don't don't worry. Jesus comes into the city. Next one. Thank you. I don't even understand that first line. Two blind men followed him. I'll even, if y'all explain that to me, I'll go home tonight. No, no no takers on this. Two blind men followed him. Because faith comes by hearing. I don't got to understand everything. If I can hear him can follow him. If you got to see things clearly to follow him, you're going to miss it every time. Faith does not come by seeing. Faith comes by and even if I can't see or understand, if I can still hear a word, I'm good. Some people don't move unless you can see. You should move when you hear. (laughs) They said, Son of David, have mercy on us. Here it is, a crowd of people who didn't know who Jesus was, but two blind men can see clearly who, who he is. I might not be able to see my next step, but I can see who he is. <laughs> and when he came to the house, the blind men came to him. He, they followed them all the way into this house. I ain't got time to talk about that. And Jesus said unto them, You called me son of David. You know I'm the son of the real living God. Cool. So you believe in me. But do you believe that I'm able to do this? (laughs) Many of us believe in God. But when it comes to certain things in our lives, we start doubting. And God is like, I got you, you know I'm this, you know I'm that, you know I'm there. you see me, but do you believe I'm able to do this? And I'm here to tell everybody in here today, if it's not the building, I ain't even worrying about the building, honestly. But everybody has a this that has stumped their faith. Everybody got a this that's making them doubt this aspect of God. Now, I know he's a healer, I know he does this, I know, it. but this right here, and God put that Roadblock in your way on purpose just to ask you this question. You never got this doctor's report before, but he's saying, do you believe I'm able to do this? God is asking. Nothing is too hard for him. Do you believe I'm able to do this? And what was their answer? Yes, Lord. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Lord. And he touched their eyes, and the Bible says, according to their faith, according to their faith. happen so no matter how big the situation is or how different or difficult it seems even if it's beyond your means God is standing there with his hands on his hip like do you believe I could do that too oh I saved you yeah I brought you out yeah but do you believe I can do this I can do what eyes haven't seen come on y'all ears haven't heard (laughs) according to your faith when you hear the word of God like these men Go to the next one. I'm moving quickly. Here's another thing that takes the word. It says, when you hear the word, which is the seed, when it falls among thorns, so the the heart is the ground. If you got thorny ground, that means you hear the word, but the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches... You can hear the word, love it, I'm going to do it, whatever. And then you run into the cares of the world. The building got sold. My job is the cares of the world pile up and it suffocates the word you just rejoiced over. You just left live like, I'm going to do it. Uh, Them bills was like, really? Them kids and your spouse was like, for real, you going to do it? I mean, not literally, I'm saying, okay. It chokes the word. You cannot allow the cares of life or your ambitions, which is the deceitfulness of riches. Don't allow that to muzzle or suffocate the word of God in your life to the point where you bear no fruit. You know what the fruit of the spirit is, right? What is it? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, gentleness, meekness, faith. You can't produce those things if cares mean more to you. It chokes it. So don't worry. The next one. What am I doing here? So it says, so don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat and what will we drink or what will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. That's all they think about. But your heavenly father already knows. Man, this is not encouragement. I don't know why y'all are here today. Your heavenly father. Oh, I don't even know what you need. But God already knows what you need. So don't worry. Look at yourself and say, don't worry. I'm not saying don't be responsible. Be responsible. Handle your business. Take care of your responsibilities. But the worry attached to it is unnecessary. The enemy attaches worry to our responsibilities. So now you're worried about the kids and you worry. Anything you're responsible for, you're now worried about. Stay responsible. Cut the worry. <sighs> Worrying opens the doors to demonic intervention. When we worry, we seek answers from within ourselves. But this is why we must trust. Somebody say trust. Woo. Doubting the word creates confusion. Trusting the word creates confidence. Doubting creates confusion. Trusting creates confidence. Trust leads to confidence. That's why you can lift up your heads on your gates. Are y'all here? You feel what I'm saying? Because I trust what he said. We should have a different swag as believers because we trust the word, not because we're perfect, not because we're flawless, and not even because he did it yet. But I can walk with my head up high because I believe he's able. All right, let me, let me do this last two scriptures. Somebody say trust. Trust. It says, the next one, thank you so much. What's the next one? Said? As the scriptures tell us, anyone... Anyone, that means you too, anyone who trusted Him will never be disgraced. Other versions say you won't be embarrassed, you won't be let down. Whatever you're trusting God for, for real, He's going to come through for you. You will never be disgraced when you trust God. You will never be disgraced when you trust God. You will never be ashamed when you trust God. You will never be embarrassed when you trust God. You will never, ever, ever, ever. Be disgraced. Look at your neighbor and say, I trust God. Woo! Here we go, last scripture. Because I'm encouraged right now. See that no one, we read, this is the last scripture we read last week. Last week, this was the final scripture we read last week. And we said, don't tell lies to one another. Don't be, be loving, speak kind words, all of this. Then it ended up saying, see that none render evil for evil unto any man. But ever follow that which is good both among yourselves and to all men. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all can read it. In everything, good God Almighty, give. See, the the problem with thanks is that that give is on it. Anytime you're expecting something from me, when I feel like I'm down and out, I feel like I don't have it. I feel like I don't have it in my account. I feel like you're you're going into my overdrawn account now. I already don't got hope, and you're telling me to give thanks, give praise. I have nothing left to give. But God is saying, I'm not asking you in your strength to do it. By faith, give thanks in everything. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Can you imagine God the Father? All I want my kids to do is thank me in every situation. Got the job, thank me. Lost the job, thank me. Went your way, thank me. Don't go your way, thank me. Got the building, thank me. Don't got the building, thank me. Can you thank him in all things? That's the will of God. That's all he wants is you to see him worthy of thanks in anything you go through. He still wants to be worthy of praise in anything you go through. This is why he puts us through things. This is why he allows us to endure certain things. This is why he suffers certain things to happen in our lives. So he can see who won't thank him or not. And live. all I got to ask you today is who's going to thank him in this moment? Who's going to praise him in this moment? Because watch this. When you don't praise him, essentially the scripture is saying you quench the spirit. To quench is like the hose is running and you tie a knot in the hose and the water don't come out. That's quenching. It's not that it's not flowing, but it's not reaching you because you quenched it. It's not that God is not blessing, but you're not thanking him and you quench the spirit. God is saying, keep the water flowing in your life. Keep my blessings flowing in your life by thanking me in all things. Is anybody crazy enough to thank him right now? Is anybody crazy enough to praise Him right now? Watch this. And then the Bible says to stand up, everybody. Stand up, stand up. These seats are too comfortable. I'm glad we're leaving. Y'all too comfortable. Shake yourself for a minute. We chilling like we're not in a straight-up war right now. We in these seats chilling hard like we're not in warfare right now. Our world is crazy. There's a battle over sexuality. There's a battle over politics. There's a battle over race. There's a battle over your mind. There's a battle going on. We cannot afford to chill any longer. We have to put on the garment of praise. Now watch this. We are so created to praise God. We're created to praise Him. We're so created to praise Him that the Bible says, for the spirit of heaviness, I've given you a garment of praise. Your response, first of all, The spirit of heaviness is a thing. That's a ghost. The spirit of heaviness. You just feel heavy. You just feel like you fatigue. You just feel tired. You just feel like you don't feel like it. It could be the spirit of heaviness. And the only antidote, man, the only solution. I see you, big homie. The only response to the spirit of heaviness is the garment, not pills, not medicine, not drugs, not company, but the only remedy for the spirit of heaviness and stress is the garment of praise. And if we do not learn how to praise God, we are going to be stressed. The Bible is, is, is essentially saying that we're so created to praise Him that if we don't, we'll be depressed. <laughs> That's what that scripture, essentially, that's what it's saying. Like, for the spirit of heaviness, i will give you a garment of praise. You were so created to praise me that if you don't do it, you'll be heavy and depressed. Woo! So today, we're going to lift that spirit of heaviness. Ah, y'all not even ready in here. Everything that's weighing you down in your mind, everything that's causing weight in your life, we are going to praise it off of us this morning. Hi yeah, 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 ya. If y'all came here to sit and chill and listen, you came to the wrong place on the wrong day. But oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good; for His mercy endures forever. And now praise is 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 is. Somebody already got it over there. I love it. Praise. It's culturally loud, celebratory, and just rem- I mean, just ah, hallelujah. There's so many different praises that don't make no sense. That praise is called shabak, right? Shabak is when you scream, just ah. When you shabak like that, that word shabak comes from a word <laughs> that means to confuse. Shabbat comes from a root root word that means to confuse. So when I shout like that, "Ah," you're confusing, not the spirits of God, you're confusing the enemy. Ooh, (laughs) y'all. See, the devil, I say this all the time, the devil is not everywhere all the time. God is everywhere all the time. The devil's like in one place, he's probably somewhere in Europe right now, feeding the Antichrist. I don't know what he's doing. But the devil is not everywhere all the time, but his little messengers and demons are. So the way he communicates with all his little spirits is through the airwaves, he communicates through radio, he communicates through social media communicates through the internet and cell phones, any of the airwaves or just your thoughts, period. He needs the airwaves to be clear so that his demons can hear their instruction. He needs the atmosphere to be quiet so that fear can torment you. So that he, he needs everything to be, but when you shout, you disrupt the communication. When you open your mouth, you confuse the instruction. Today, we are going to confuse the confuser. We're going to shake up the shaker. We're going to give God glory. And the Bible says, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. When you shout, the enemy will be scattered. When you shout, the devil will flee. When I count to three, I feel this thing in here. Can I get another mic? Can I get another mic? Oh, God, let's do this. Let's do this. I know how to fight. I said I know how to fight in the spirit. Where my other warriors at in the room? Where my other warriors? I need you today. It's fine. You could have let it. You could have left it. It's fine. Listen. So this is going to happen. The Bible says, "Take everything. Take everything if you're going to take it." <laughs> Thank you, sir. The Bible says, "Praise him in the spirit and praise him." with an understanding so we're not just gonna shout no, we're gonna know exactly why we are shouting when we scream hallelujah everything not like God in my mind will be confused and (laughs) scattered my mind will have clear passage to hear the wisdom of God when we shout everything not like God will scatter I'm telling you what's gonna happen so it can happen when we do it live all you gotta do is obey you ain't gotta be sinless you ain't gotta be flawless in this moment right here all you gotta do is obey and he's gonna make the pathway clear all i gotta ask you one question are y'all ready this morning live i need y'all to fight with me i need y'all to fight with me i need y'all to fight with me I'm not asking for no money. I'm not asking for no $1,000 lie. All I'm asking for is that you lift up the name. Hey, that you lift up the name of Jesus. And as you shout, he's going to change things in you first. And then he'll change things concerning you. If you believe that, say, I believe it yeah god we take no thought for our life we trust you with our life we don't worry we cast our cares on you you brought us out before you'll bring us out again you made a way before you'll make a way again you provided before you'll provide again live get ready to go to war you ain't gotta punch nobody all you gotta do is open your mouth use the weapon of your tongue the devil is in trouble because the people of God are about to praise their God the devil is in trouble at your house peace will come at your house provision will come at your house healing will come at your house salvation will come when you shout believe it or not this is how God works believe it or not This is how God moves. I feel the power of God. I sense the glory of the Holy Ghost. When I count to three. Live, when I count to three. We're going to do it together. It's not religious. We believe in the word of the Lord. It's not the only thing we're going to do. But it's the first thing we're going to do bless the Lord oh my soul and all that's within me I bless your holy name devil get out my mind devil get out my family devil get out my thoughts I believe God I trust God I serve God I worship God I pray God oh! wow when I count to three everybody just shout and scream like you had a concert or something. But believe in your heart that chains are breaking, yokes are being destroyed, and God is clearing the way. One, two, three. Shout! Shout! Shout like the wall of Jericho! Shout to the wall, come down! Shout till demons tremble. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. Use your power. Use your power. Yeah. Yeah. Shout to the Lord. Shout to the Lord. Shout to the Lord. We celebrate you, King. We celebrate you risen Savior hallelujah one more time I need y'all to shout hallelujah one two three hallelujah hallelujah let every heart be settled let every mind be clear Any demonic thought, confusion thought, stressful thought, lustful thought, any thought that's not like him, scatter right now because I refuse to live believing a lie that I'm in the will and I'm not. So Father, we thank you (laughs) for the advantage of praise, the advantage of worship. This is our posture. In all things, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Before you get irked, thank him. Before you get irritated, thank him. Before you stress out, thank him. Learn the practice of thanksgiving. It'll save you. It'll help you. It'll put you on the path of wisdom. It's not the only thing, but you can't skip that. You can't just Google your answer and you can't skip that. What if you do get a solution to your problem and you never thank him? it will be short-lived. So in all things, in everything, give thanks. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell y'all something else as I leave. It's late. I'm so sorry. But we had to do that in the spirit realm today. You just committed the biggest... <laughs> spiritual attack against the enemy, you don't even realize it. You don't even realize it. When Jehoshaphat shouted and praised God, the enemies turned on themselves. They came here to fight the people of God, but the people of God started shouting. And that confused them. And they turned on each other and began to kill each other. So you just did something in the spirit realm. You don't have to feel it. it. Ain't about feelings, it's about faith. So stop just doing everything you feel and start doing stuff you faith. Are y'all hearing me? You don't have to feel changed to be changed. Just be changed! As you live a life of thanksgiving, you literally stay in the grace of God. I'm going to say this as I leave. As you continue to thank God, you stay in is grace. As a matter of fact, the word grace is often used as thank you in other cultures. Gracias is grace. When somebody says bless the food, say grace. As, God I thank you for... French is grazie, grace. So to say grace is to give thanks. So when I give thanks, I stay in His grace. That just keeps me in line with His grace, where I get things unearned. Grace is the space you live where blessings, healing, all that stuff comes unmerited, unearned, and undeserved. But because I'm a thankful kid, I get all that grace. (laughs) When you live in thanksgiving, you live in the grace where Stuff comes to you freely. You ain't got to work for it. Stay in the grace of God by always giving him thanks in everything. My prayer today, Lord Jesus, I thank you. Two fish and five loaves was not enough. But the Bible says he broke the bread and he gave thanks and he had more than enough. When you give thanks, you have more than enough. Clap your hands for Jesus. I'm so sorry. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. As you clap, just say, thank you, Jesus. That's how I stay in his grace. Thank you, Jesus. That's his will for me in all things. Thank you. So, Father, we thank you today. As we go home, I pray for every soul in here. My biggest prayer is not that he provides for you. My biggest prayer is not that he gives you what you need. My biggest prayer is that you know who he is. Once you know who he is, you'll honor him right. You'll see him right. You'll respect him right. You'll pray. You'll seek him. And all you need will be in him. So I pray for every soul in here, whoever's not saved. Father, fill him with your spirit right now. Everybody say, Lord Jesus, I receive salvation right now in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus, everybody. All right. We're going home. Listen, y'all. Meet us back here next week. Again, our contract is not up until October 1st. And prayerfully, we can talk to the people at Advent Health to get some more time. But until that, we're going to be praising them every week in here. Y'all hear me? We're going hard. We're going hard because we're in need of his direction and in need of his favor. But I bless you all for coming this morning. Thank you all so much. We will see you all next week. Let me pray. Don't forget, you're going to come stand with me, babe. That just helps me. Yes the street at the Trend, 50% off, back to school sale. Y'all check it out. <laughs> and we got the Cafe Levée open, fried chicken, mac and cheese, collard greens, good old soul food. I'm going over there right now in the name of Jesus. Believe, I love you. Keep the heaviness off you by keeping praise on you. In Jesus' name. This is our prayer today. Lord Jesus, we thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Live. we not worry, because the Lord is with us. I said the Lord is with us. Yeah. The Lord is with us. Therefore, we will not fail. Live. I'll see y'all next week. Yeah.